Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to a new quick hitter from Full Core Press with Fanta and Adams. This week, we are celebrating, remembering, honoring the life of basketball legend John Thompson. The former Georgetown Hoyas head coach passed away at the age of 78 on Sunday night. And we got different perspectives on his life. Welcoming in Kevin Kugler, Fox Sports and Westwood One sports broadcaster. Kevin shared the sidelines with John Thompson calling the NCAA tournament all the way up to the national championship game for the last decade and change. We also got the coaching perspective, what it was like to go up against John Thompson. And it goes beyond just basketball games in the Big East for P.J. Carlissimo, the Seton Hall legend. He and John Thompson went up against each other for 12 years, and we got P.J.'s stories, but also the friend that John Thompson was. And Thompson's attitude, his actions, all those John Thompson mannerisms that then made P.J. Carlissimo feel a little bit better about himself with his players when he would meet with them in practice. The stories are limitless. It's a cliche, larger than life. John was larger than life. Uh, John did more for, it's funny, I I was doing an interview earlier today and talked about, I'm going to say the name wrong, the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers coach, Mike Tomlin, is that the right name? Yep. Mike Tomlin talked about how growing up and when he first got into coaching, how John was an idol of his. And, And he knew that John the fact that John could be successful and accomplish what he accomplished gave gave Mike hope and gave him confidence, you know, that, that he could do the same things. And uh, John was really good about opening doors um, because he was so intelligent, because he was so persuasive, because he would fight. Sometimes he didn't open them. Sometimes he knocked them down. But wh- whatever it took um, for the cause that John was involved in or the people he was advocating for, uh, you were going to get it 100% and, and then some. I was asking people on Twitter for their John Thompson favorite memories. And Peter, a Seton Hall fan, said what comes to mind for him is John Thompson walking over to shake Terry DeHare's hand after he became the all-time Big East leading scorer. 1993, Brendan Byrne Arena. Thompson had the game stopped and showed respect. What comes to mind? That was John Thompson. Uh, a, a lot of the guys, and particularly, as you well know, John, it took us a while to be competitive. It took us five full years before we were really even close to being competitive in the Big East Conference. And when guys are beating up on you and drilling you, it's easy to say nice things about you. Hey, he's a nice guy. He's working hard. They're, they're going to get there. They'll be good. But when you start beating them, uh, it's not the same. And the two guys who I always knew when we won – and we were lucky enough to beat them. It was There was never going to be an excuse. It was never going to be officials. It was never going to be he had a player out or they were looking ahead to Big Monday in a Syracuse game on Sunday afternoon on CBS. It was we got beat. His team outplayed my team. They did a better job. Uh, that was John. That was the way John was, win or lose. And, and everybody, even, in all, you know, even the good people in the Big East Conference, that was he and Louis Carnesecca. Uh, everybody wasn't like that. At six foot ten, you, you talked about him larger than life physically. 
That, that was the case, literally, figuratively, however you looked at it, with that towel over the shoulder. Exactly. How did he use that physically imposing presence to his advantage? Well, he was very demanding. And uh, again, what he, if you hear his players talk about what it was like going to Georgetown and the experience, um, I, I often wish, my guys are just in high school now, I, I wish I had guys old enough to go play for John because you knew if you went there, A, you were going to graduate from Georgetown University, which was no small feat in itself. But B, you were just going to come out of there so much a better person than you went in. And when you hear his players talk about the experience, and, and it was funny because a lot of people saw, you know, on TV, John barking at the officials and barking at his guys. And my guys at times thought I was tough on them, but I always knew after we played Georgetown, and they would catch some of the things he'd call. He'd just go like this with his finger. And Patrick or whoever it was would go running over there. And John would give him an earful. And they were like, whoa. Like for a week or so, I was okay. I could say whatever I wanted. And they, they thought there were other guys as crazy as me in the league. And uh, John's guys were so disciplined. They, they, they had to check in with Mary Fenlon, who was their academic advisor, every night. And they had a report on whether they had done their work, papers, studied for a test, whatever it was, what time their first class was the next day. Um, they, they behaved. If they didn't, didn't matter who it was, from Patrick to uh, the last walk-on on the team, uh, they'd get yanked out of a game. Or if they said something to an official or they, they didn't do something they were supposed to do. John was the same way with them on campus. They did not miss class. They didn't cut corners. Um, they represented that institution and their families very, very well because John insisted on that. We hope you listen to the full conversation with PJ Carlissimo and Kevin Kugler and our reflections, as well as your reflections from social media on the life of John Thompson. Check out Full Court Press with Fanta and Adams every Tuesday from Pure Hoops Media. And may John Thompson rest in power.